hello, welcome back to the Talk of Fame podcast with your host, Kai Martini. On this episode of the podcast, we're joined by the amazing Allie Burke, who is a singer-songwriter that has performed at City Field, House of Blues, and American Dream Mall. Thank you so much for coming on, Allie. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you on. So like, what inspired you to become a singer-songwriter? Because I know you've been doing this a couple of years, right? Yeah, I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. So it really all started from when I was really little. I would go and like sing Elvis karaoke with my dad. And I just like found this such niche for music. And I really, really loved it. And I used to watch like Hannah Montana. And I'd be like, whoa, it's so cool how she lives like a whole normal life. And then she's like pop star by night. So I was really inspired by that. And then as I got older, I really fell in love with music. And it just became such a big part of my life. Mm, like you said like you did Elvis karaoke right yeah like are you an Elvis fan so like I I don't like know how to classify that I mean like his music is definitely good like I haven't listened to it in like quite some time for sure but my dad is a huge Elvis fan so that's where I got kind of like the inspiration from yeah because I was like when he said I'm like oh my god like Elvis is one of my all-time favorite singers that I have to like ask yeah (laughs) yeah he's awesome yeah, for sure. And like, since you were from, like, you're not from the New York City, right? So I was born and raised in New York City. And then when I was about like 11 years old, I transitioned to Long Island. Mm-hmm. Like, is your family like Yankee or Mets fans since like, your family's from like New York type of area? So me and my dad, like, I definitely am very influenced by my dad because my dad actually is in, like, the sports world. Mm -hmm. So my dad, like, always was, like, a Met fan instead of a Yankee fan. But I don't honestly follow either sport, well, not either sport, either team enough in sense of, like, which one I could really say I'm a fan of. But growing up, I've, like, always been to Met games and, like, always been a Met fan per se. So I guess I'd have to classify myself as a Met fan. Mm-hmm. like that's definitely the way I was raised too so like oh like my family's from Pennsylvania like of course I have to like teams they like since I don't want to be in trouble you know what I mean it's like those yeah for sure feel like oh my family likes them about so I guess I have to like them as well <laughs> right yeah but like you recently came out with a song called Mistake in Love which is one of my favorite songs and like was this song impacted by your experience with love or was it kind of like a imaginary type of thing so Mistaken Love was definitely based off of a true story. Um, I was really inspired to write it after going through one of my breakups that happened a few years ago. And it was really just like, you know, you spend so much time with somebody just for them to kind of like mess you over in the end. And you just feel like it was all kind of a mistake because you feel like it was a lot of wasted time. But at the end of the day, like there really are like no regrets like in my life, like what happened happened. And I don't like wish, you know, bad upon anybody. There's no hard feelings. And that's just kind of where the story came from for the song. Mm, like, did you like write this song a couple years ago? Or did you write it like a couple, right before I went out? No, I wrote this song maybe like a year and a half ago. I've been holding on to it for some time. So I was really excited to finally put it out. But it definitely came together from like the inspiration of what happened. Mm, like like how did you kind of find the courage to kind of write about it because like I know like a lot of people oftentimes do not like to kind of express themselves with breakups especially or any type of relationship like how did you find the courage to do that so for me like writing about my experiences whether it's a heartbreak or a friendship or just everyday life it's very therapeutic to me it actually helps me a lot to kind of express the way I'm feeling into a song so it's really 
like healing for me and impactful for my own life just to kind of write a song about it and it wound up becoming like such like a sick song and I really loved it and it was like kind of like a summer vibe like everybody could dance around to it feel good to it so I was super excited to release it to let other people kind of like hear the story but also like have a good time while listening to it. Mm -hmm. like in a little bit ago like you used, um you put a little bit of your music video of mistaken love on instagram and stuff like based off the music video like did you really go to the studio after like you ended like your relationship did you really do that Yeah, so actually, funny story, like when it actually like first happened, like the day after, like we were like on a break or whatever. Um, I went to the studio and I was like hysterical crying. I like didn't know what to do with my life. And it basically all comes together like that, where it's like I go into the studio and I'm just like, basically telling my producer like what I'm going through or like what's kind of happening and I'm just like hey like this is what I'm feeling right now I need to write about it so the little snippet that I put on my Instagram of like how the song came about was actually based on like how all of my songs usually come about Oh, that's actually crazy. Like, like, I never like heard of you when it's actually like went through a breakup and just literally went to the studio in this recorded. Like, I had like to take a lot of that out of you though, to kind of do it like right after like a break or a breakup, wherever you want to put it like that had to be hard for you. Yeah, it was definitely like a little hard to just like, you know, I didn't want to sing a love song, that's for sure. But it was it was very therapeutic. And even still like writing songs about whatever I'm going through is very helpful to me. Mm -hmm. Was that like your first love song in type of way or was it like did you write ones before? No, I wrote a bunch before actually like so many of my songs are about love, like, basically like all of them kind of and like it's usually always like Ali like why are you like writing all these like breakup songs when like now you're in like a happy relationship and like things are great and I'm just like it's just my thing like it's just the easiest thing I think to write about and I know that like everybody at some point some way has kind of related to a heartbreak it doesn't even have to be like a romantic heartbreak it can be anything you know so I just feel like it's a very universal kind of topic that a lot of people can relate to. Mm -hmm. you're exactly right because like when like people are going through a breakup they're always like trying to lean into those type of songs because like sometimes they're like oh which artist can I go to or what song is the best like that's why Jason like like you it's just like I yourself is like based off of love and breakups not just like any other things it's mostly kind of like main off that Yeah, I mean, I definitely have been writing a lot more songs that are kind of, you know, like in different directions, not all about love. Um, I also did release a song called 19 through 20, which is about like coming of age and like growing up and kind of like that transition from like a kid to an adult. So that's obviously not about love, um, but I'm trying to like kind of hit all the different avenues about like what I can write about. So it's still like an ongoing journey for me. Mm -hmm. And like in 2022, like you lost your mom to cancer, and I like that's actually so terrible, and I'm so sorry about that. And like, how did that experience with losing your mom to, with um cancer like impact you as a person with her cancer journey? Yeah, so it definitely impacted me a lot. Obviously, you know, like losing somebody as close to you as your mom, it really affects not just, you know, like what you're doing as a career or your craft, it affects your everyday life. So once that kind of all came down, I did take a little bit of a break from my music and I kind of just like took the time to be with my family, be with myself and kind of just like deal with everything that was kind of going on. But honestly, like if I didn't have, my producer that I work with now back home like kind of pushed me in order to like kind of get back into everything I definitely would still 
be kind of in that place where I was still, you know, like doing things, but like not really. And I was at such a high point before she passed away that it was kind of like a 100 to zero kind of thing. So it's really hard to kind of get back into that life. And, you know, when I look back at my life before she passed away, I'm like, how did I do those things? Like, how was I able to like, go and like go to rehearsal for like four hours and drive home two hours later and get up at six o'clock in the morning and go to work and like do all these things like it just said it just seemed like so far off from like where I was now but I'm slowly like getting back into it so it definitely has impacted my career but at the end of the day like I'm gonna keep doing this for her because I know that that's what she wants me to do and that's a very positive way that I can keep looking at my career because I know that she would want this for me and, you know, that I'm making her proud. Mm-hmm. Like with like losing a one, one loved one is like, especially cancer, it can be so hard. Like my grandma was diagnosed with cancer and like a bunch of my family got it and passed away from cancer. And it's like the way my family kind of told me their experience and like the way my uh, family kind of went through it. Like it's just like very hard to kind of listen to it. Like for my experience, it's very hard to live through. But at the same time, when you lose a loved one, not necessarily cancer, but in real life or some whatever, they're your parents, sibling or whatever it is, it's like, it's so hard to get through. Like I lost my grandma a couple of years ago. And like, I like, remember like going through a hard time that I didn't want to do what I was doing every single day. Like that's how much it kind of grief like, kind of hits you that way. Yeah, for sure. It definitely hits everybody differently. And I always, you know, take into consideration that everybody grieves differently. So mm-hmm. like something that like could really trigger me might not trigger somebody else who also lost their mom, whether it was a cancer or to anything else. So I think it's very important for other people to know that everybody is entitled to whichever way that they grieve or, you know, remember their loved one. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think like your mom's like journey with cancer has like kind of impacted or inspired some of your work in some ways? So the whole journey, I was with her um, every step of the way. She was actually only diagnosed about seven months before she passed away. So it wasn't that much of a long journey, um, which as much as it killed me inside, I'm happy that, you know, she's not going through that anymore and that, you know, she doesn't have cancer anymore and all that stuff. But it definitely has impacted my journey and some of my work because I remember just everything like it was yesterday and I have a very photographic memory. So I remember everything. I remember what everything looked like. I remember seeing her, all the different things we did together. So it definitely has impacted my journey and making it a little bit harder in the sense of trying to get through some of those emotions and through some of those things. But it's impacted my work immensely just to keep going and to keep pushing through and I've been in the studio a lot lately and some of my new songs have definitely had moments of her behind them Mm -hmm. like with like me as well like I also have a photographic memory like when you like picture yourself with a loved one it's just like did that actually happen or like like it's just sometimes like for me it's like when I like remember those memories I see pictures of it it's just like it just makes me start sobbing. It's just like, it's very hard for like me or maybe anyone to look at those memories and be like, oh my God, like, I wish I can go back to time and be at that memory or oh, she was so alive. Like for me, it's just like, I'm like, even though she passed away a couple of years ago and something inside me is still grieving in some way. Like, you, like yeah. with some people, like you still never get over that grief, even though everyone's different. Like you said, just like the grief really doesn't leave you. 
Yeah, for sure. But there's always ways that I like to look at it in the sense of there's ways that we can always honor somebody that we lost. And, you know, of course, like we're always going to have those days where we need to just be down and cry about it and just miss them. And we'll miss them every day for the rest of our life. Like There's no doubt about that. But what I've learned is something that kind of helps me is when I do something to honor them, it kind of it doesn't make the pain go away, but it also helps you understand kind of that like you are still thinking of them and you are still doing something for them so that's something that's been helping me a lot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because like if you do something with like honoring them whether it's like a song or something it'll kind of help you make you feel better in that terms even though yeah like, it, the grief and love that you have for them will never leave you it was like whether it's like honoring them or something like, it will help make you so much better in terms of make them proud and happy even though they can't be on earth with us every single day like they were used to you know exactly like how much like do you like write and like write in like recorder songs do you do a lot or is it kind of like a once and like every once in a while type of thing so I'm in the studio um a lot now so I have been recording and writing probably close to like almost like eight to ten hours a week um I go to the studio quite often I go you know anytime that I really can and I just it's my safe place and it makes me really happy and you know I'm just putting I'm putting together as many songs as I can so I can start putting them out because you know like at the end of the day I am very protective over my songs in the sense of like oh I don't know if I want to release it like not because I don't like the song but because it's like it's like your baby it's like a child that like you created you know so it's very nerve-wracking when you put a song out because you never know how people are going to react but Thankfully, I've had a really good response from, like, a bunch of my songs that I've released, so I'm excited to start releasing more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited to hear them. Like, with all your hard work, like, with some people, it's, like, very hard to kind of, like, release them because, like, oh, like, how are people going to think about this? Are they going to like it? Are they going to hate it? Like, like sometimes, like, you just let yourself down get to you, even though you shouldn't. Like, that's, like, a big problem for me. It's like, oh, I can't do this. But then, like, you're like, why not just release it? If people hate it, they can hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always look at it like if you watch my music video or stream my song and you hate it, that's fine. That's your opinion. But you still gave me the view and you still gave me the stream. So at the end of the day, like it's still working towards my goal. Because at the end of the day, like no matter what you do, whether you're in the music industry, an actress or even just an everyday like job, you could be a waitress, anything. There's always going to be somebody out there that doesn't like you, mm-hmm. whether because of jealousy or because they just don't like the style of music you do or anything like that. everybody's entitled to their own opinion at the end of the day so I always feel like if you don't like it that's fine just keep it moving and no hard feelings you know Mm-hmm. yeah like you're like I couldn't agree more with that like how do you um like you have done some covers on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that music covers and like what like type of songs do you usually cover like type of like posts on Instagram social media So I usually like to do things that are like trending right now. Um, What I did just recently, I posted it yesterday. Well, when this gets posted, it'll be a few days ago. Um, But I did something for the new Lauren Spencer Smith song. Her new song is going to be called That Part. And she's been teasing like a bunch of her verse and things like that. But she hasn't teased the chorus yet. So something that I thought would be really cool was I was like, hey, like, maybe this is what the chorus is going to sound like. And I wrote a chorus around her verse in her song so I put that out and a lot of people seem to gravitate toward and and really liked it so I might be doing some more of that content and then when it comes to like YouTube or 
just Instagram reels in general. I usually just do like whatever's kind of trending, definitely sticking in like the pop world, but also like making each song my own and unique. Like, with Lauren, like, she's this amazing artist, and, like, with her music, it's just, like, I feel like everyone, like, relates to it, I feel. Like, I just, like, Yeah. she's very popular and so young. Like, even though she's so young, it's just, like, seeing someone her age kind of, like, gravitate towards music is so amazing. Like, with your cover, like, that really shows that, like, people are really liking her music. Yeah, for sure. She's awesome. She's a really great artist. Like, what are some, like, goals and aspirations, like, you set yourself as a songwriter? Definitely to just make my next song better than the last one. I think as a songwriter and as an artist in general, we're such creative people. So it's really easy to kind of, like, get off track into rather going into one simple direction so no matter what I'm doing and no matter how creative I'm being with it I always want to make sure that the next song that I'm doing I can say was better than my last one and it's not to like put them in like a category to be like oh well that song isn't good anymore but it's just to show like as an artist I'm continuing to grow my catalog as well as improve as a songwriter every single day. Mm -hmm. like like with being a songwriter like or whatever like you always want to make something better than the last thing you did even Yeah. though you're like oh that thing was horrible this project I did was horrible like even though it might be horrible that, like in your perspective like you always have a goal to basically make that thing better than anything else like sometimes like my mom is like I hope I did this interview better than the last interview you know and Right. it's like For sure. you always want to like grow as a person whether it's like your work or as yourself like whether you be like oh I was horrible to myself yesterday how can I make myself better I hope I'm better myself yesterday that was Exactly. well Yeah. yesterday but like Like, you have released a lot of songs over the years. Like, do you have the personal favorite that you released or unreleased and why? I That's know that a good might be question. a hard song. And it's a hard question. Yeah. Hmm. I love all the songs I've released. They each have like a little different place in my heart. Um, I think as of right now, I have to say that the release that I've been the most proud of was definitely when I released my Christmas song. It's called My Christmas Wish. And that song was about my mom. Basically, you know, Christmas was her favorite holiday. So getting through Christmas time this year was super hard. But I wrote the song in honor of her, basically just saying that my only Christmas wish was to have her back on earth with me. Obviously, we all know that can't happen. But it was just a way that I was feeling and I wanted to put it out through a song. And I wound up putting it out. And a lot of people did really like it. And people still stream it like today and i'm like wow christmas was like four months ago people are still loving it so i really really appreciate that but yeah i'm really proud of myself that i got to get through that and i put it out because you know a lot of people can relate to it even if it's not about losing a loved one even if it's out like going through a breakup or losing a pet or anything like that you know like there's always something or someone you wish that you can have on i'm sure on holidays or just any day so i was happy to kind of do that Mm. yeah I love that like every like holiday where it's like Christmas Halloween or something like everyone wished someone was there to be with them you know like it's just like whether they're still alive or they passed away like it's just like oh I wish I had this person today like with my grandmother like when I lost a couple of years ago she used to have the biggest Polish holiday you ever see 
like like is very Polish. So it's like every year we'll have this holiday fiesta type of thing. And like since she passed away, I'm like, oh, I just wish she was here this year. But you know, it's not possible. But it's like with those like type of songs like you said, the Christmas song that you wrote that came out a couple months ago. It's just like when people hear those type of music, it just makes them feel less alone. Like when I heard that, like what you said, I'm like. Oh, thank God I'm not alone feel like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like when people hear those type of songs, you're like, at least I'm not alone, like in this journey. Like I lost my say I lost love a couple of months ago. And you're like, I wish someone could feel the same way as me. I'm grieving. Like, how could I feel that way? But that's like the best part about being kind of like a songwriter or whatever you like kind of you pursue is that like you connect with people with your story because people might be going through the same thing and might feel alone. Yeah, of course. But, like, do you have any, like, upcoming songs or projects that we should know about that you're coming out with soon? Yes. So, the biggest upcoming project that I have right now, um, I'm releasing a music video for Mistaken Love. Mm -hmm. So, I'm really, really excited for you all to see that. It should be coming out within the next, like, few, I'm going to say few few weeks, Um, just because I don't want to, like, say that it's so far away but it's not like tomorrow either uh but it's really soon so make sure to everybody stay out on the lookout for that because i'm really excited it's a different kind of music video for me and it kind of like reenacts what happened in my breakup so oh spicy yeah crazy now you gotta be so excited about this now I'm no, like, well, yeah i'm excited for you to but... see it mm, i can't wait to see i'm probably gonna be like the first view honestly i'm probably yeah oh my gosh yeah then you have to let me know what you think mm, i'll definitely let you know i'm probably gonna be obsessed i'm most likely <laughs> knowing me but like the last thing i have to ask you is like what is some advice for upcoming singer songwriters are just starting out so the best advice that i could give us upcoming singer songwriters just never give up don't let anybody Kill your dream, no matter what anybody says. If it's something that you love and something you're passionate about, don't let anybody stop you. There's a lot of people that are going to tell you no. There's a lot of people that are going to tell you that you're not good enough. There's a lot of people that are going to tell you are good enough, but you're not going to get anywhere with them. So at the end of the day, everybody's journey is their own, but just keep doing your thing, keep posting, keep knocking on every door that you can, and just try your best to never give up, and you'll get where you want to be. Mm -hmm. that's some good advice um Adele thank you so much um Ali for coming on the podcast you're amazing and so inspiring I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on the podcast I know you're probably very busy so I really appreciate <laughs> you coming on and you're amazing I hope you have a great rest of your day of course thank you so much for having me it was such a pleasure of course thank you so much um you're welcome have a great rest of your day Ali thanks so much you too bye